This message you're about to listen to is brought to you by Victory Inheritance Ministries, the City of Hope. As you listen, may the Holy Spirit minister to you in the simplicity of the Word of God. Somehow, that is the... That's our life. Many of us are doing hide and seek with God. Some are doing it with the devil. They're trying to hide from him. Praise the Lord. But it's not possible to hide from God. Amen? It's not possible. So instead of hiding from him, it is better we run to him. David said, I will run to you. Because him that you're running from, the Bible says his eyes sees the universe. David said, where will I hide from their presence? So it is better you consciously walk into his presence. Hallelujah. Because you cannot hide from him. There's nothing. There's no darkness that is not bright before him. David said, in hell, you're there. So where would you ride from him? Hallelujah. So I encourage us this evening to find it, find our way back to him. There are going to be storms, serious ones. If you're following the events, the weather, you'll find out that there are so many storms, the tsunamis, the flooding all over Nigeria is happening. If it is not fire, tanker fire today, it is accident. It's, there are so many things. But has it occurred to you that some of this road where it happened, you've passed it? You went through it. You overtook the tankers. Hallelujah. The, 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 that one, the recent one that devastated Lagos. Some people were very far from that tanker. But because the fuel was flowing where they were. So it is not in your hand to be saved. Did you hear me? It's not in your hand to be saved. It is God that guarantees your safety. So it is important we learn to hide in him. Paul was telling his people on, the, on their flights, I mean, on their sail to the room, the storm was so heavy. He said, the Lord which I serve has sent his angel and he has guaranteed me that no one will be lost. That means even in that storm, he found the way of reaching to God, hiding him. Hallelujah. We need a place to hide. Every one of us need a place to hide because the world is becoming, it's becoming too violent. Things are happening everywhere. Unimaginable things. So everyone needs where to hide. Sometimes we need a place of refuge. Because some even mothers are failing now. You know, the love of the mother was considered to be the best you can get. But even mothers now, 
mothers sell their children. Children sell their mother, kill, just to make money. We need safety. There's no safety anywhere. When you're driving, you are told to wear safety belt. There are airbags in the cars. But even the best cars has killed people. So it's not about safety. It's not about human safety. The Bible says, Woe is he that put his confidence on horses. Hallelujah. Let's look at Psalm 27, verse 5. Psalm 27, verse 5. Found it? For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. Who will hide you? And what is a pavilion? A shelter. I, I, I particularly like the pavilion in a stadium. It's a place of refresh. Some, you, the players, after they go there, take their bath, change their clothes, get rest. So God is going to hide you in the midst of all the troubles. The Bible says he does what? Hide you in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me up on a rock. That means after the storm, you know, sometimes when after storm, what happens? There are pieces everywhere, isn't it? You find waste, you find rubbles, everything. But that's not God. When he hides you in the midst of the storm, he sets you up. When things are destroyed, you're, you are standing without sweat. He shall hide me. We need to learn to go back to God. We need to learn the secret of the prodigal son. The Bible says he came to himself and he said, even in my father's house, the worst of servants don't get this treatment. Hallelujah. He said, I will go back to him. It doesn't matter the trouble. No, it doesn't matter what you're going through. There is always a place of safety in him. Hallelujah. Now, let me tell you, no matter how expertise your friend is, there are certain things that will give him trouble. No matter how rich your uncle is. Now, you can, let's take the example of Lagos yesterday, or Lagos before now. The governor was... I mean, it was so sure. People were so sure that he's coming back. Because some, some people have given him 100% for performance. That he's doing wondrous work. He's doing wonderful things. I mean, until one man said he won't go back. It was like a joke. But this afternoon, I heard he made a broadcast to concede defeat. Would you have believed it? 
Now, that is man for you. The only place that is safe is in God. Hallelujah. Now, your best friend today can become your worst enemy. It has happened. We've seen it many times. And you know what? The worst enemy is your former friend. Do you understand? Your best friend that becomes your enemy is the worst enemy you can have. You know why? Because he's known you. He knows where you'll be at every time. He's known your secret. Two of you are. You know what David, the Bible said, David cried. The reason why he was crying was not because he had an enemy. But this particular enemy knew him. He said, we've walked together hand in hand to God, to the altar, to the sanctuary. He, we, lied, we lay together. He, they've seen their nakedness. He knows his secrets. Hallelujah. That was why he was, it was painful. So can you imagine putting such confidence in him? Only to be disappointed at the end. But thank God for David. He was not such a man that would put his confidence in a man. Because if he was such a man, he would have hanged himself when he heard that Ahitophel has turned against him. I don't know if you understand. He would have hanged himself. That would have been the, the last option. But the Bible says he turned and, to God and said, God, turn the counsel of Ahitophel to foolishness. He decided to take refuge in Jehovah. Now, I don't care how well your enemy knows you. There is a God who can hide you and he will not find you. Amen. Praise the Lord. We must learn to anchor in him. The Bible said the arms of flesh will do what? It will fail. It will fail. As long as a man is involved, as long as it is natural, it is physical things. It will not last. The Bible says heaven and earth will pass away. But his word will not drop unfulfilled. Now that is the confidence we have. Hallelujah. That is our confidence. Now look at something in the book of Psalm 46. Psalm 46. Are we there? From verse 1. 46 verse 1. Can I read? Okay. He said, God is our refuge. And what? Strength. A very present help in trouble. That means there is no trouble that troubles him. Hello. That means the best of solution you have in trouble is God. Is what? Is our Refuge and strength. It does not only save you, he strengthens you. Have you seen people that have big troubles, but they are so peaceful? You wouldn't know. They are so calm. Not because the trouble is not big. Not because they are not, I mean, it's not, it's, it's not affecting them. But because they've learned to anchor their confidence in God. And it, I mean, he has done this before. He has done something bigger than this. Hallelujah. Any day you wake up and see trouble, tell yourself, 
the worst thing that would have happened to you is not to wake up. Did you hear me? That's the worst would have happened. So for you to wake up, it means there is a solution. We must learn to create this confidence. You see, the devil will not want you to have it. Because if you do, he's lost his job. What's his job? To make sure you are troubled every time. To create, you know, imaginary fears. You know, that some people say that fear is false evidence is appearing real. Most times the f things you fear, at the end of the tunnel, you will not see them. Is that correct? So that's what he does every day. Every day when he wakes up, his, uh, his intention, his assignment is to make you believe what is not. But we have to get to that state that no matter the storm, you are calm. Do you know that no matter the storm in the sea, deep the sea is so peaceful. Oceanography says so. No matter the wave on top of the sea, once you go deep inside, everywhere is calm and peaceful. So when you want to enjoy life, go deeper. Stop staying on, sh on the shallow, on the, on the surface. The reason why some of us are getting, getting older than we are is because we are living life on its surface. But if you go deep down, you find out that no matter what, your anchor, your confidence being in God, it will strengthen you. Hallelujah. He will strengthen. He said, the Lord is our refuge and our strength. A pleasant help. It's not just a help, but a good one. The one that does it, and it will be as if you have never entered trouble before. When you clean the house, by the time you finish cleaning it, you will think it's a new one. Praise the Lord. Psalm 91 verse 1 and 2. Psalm 91. David experienced so much of his confidence in God. He said, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. He that dwelleth, the word dwelleth is constantly staying in his presence. Not coming to church. Today you are not there tomorrow. It's not even, you know, Praying when you are in trouble, like Papa used to say. If you are praying in trouble, you are what? You are already in trouble. But the Bible says, He said, He that constantly dwell. When, so, when problem comes, the first thing you think about is God. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High, what will happen to him? He said, Shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Now, when that happens, what happens next? Testimony. Look at verse 2. He said, And I will say of the Lord, because I have abided under his shadow, I will now have what? A testimony. And I will say of the Lord. I will testify of the Lord. He what? He's my refuge and my fortress. 
my God in him I trusted. Hallelujah. When you abide under the shadow, you have testimony to share. When you forget your abilities, your expertise, you forget your uncles, the connections you have, and you trust God, the result is what? Testimonies. You have something to talk about. And I will say of the Lord, you are my refuge, my fortress, my God in you do I trust. Anytime the devil come and you anchor in God, see, what he wants you to do is to chase you out. Have you watched Lion? When Lion comes to the to hearts of maybe hearts of anything he wants to eat, what does he do? He wants to separate one. Oh, you don't understand. Have, you watch your life. He, 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 all he does is to do what? Se make sure one goes astray. Separate one from the heart. So that they will grab him. So that's what the devil does. He wants to bring you out from your refuge. From your fortress. So that. Um, and you're gone. Will you let him? That's why David said, I will run to him. There were so many troubles. He had so many. But every time he ran to him, instead of running, even when, he's, when he's, it was him that offended God, he ran to him. He wants to ki kill me. Hallelujah. I will run to him. When you learn to run to him, the devil will disturb disturbing you. Because he knows that anytime he comes, you know where you're running to. Stay with him. Tell somebody, stay with him. Very important. Stay with him. Isaiah 26, verse 3. He said, That will keep him in perfect peace. Hallelujah. In what? Perfect peace. Is there any perfect peace on earth? It is only in God you find perfect peace. Does it mean there won't be storm? There won't be. But when the storm is raging, I mean, can't you take, take Jonah, for example. Hello. Sometimes ago we read about Jonah. I mean, the storm, is it was obvious that he knows that the storm was raging, but he wasn't afraid. You know why? He had his stay, you know, you know who brought, you know who he's running away from. He knows the assignment he has to fulfill. So no matter what, he will kill me. The worst he will do is to take me there. You can't fulfill it. He was so confident. Everybody was, I mean, he was so calm. Jesus, he was raging. The Bible says he was raging. He was so much, he was sleeping. Is it possible? In a bouncing, you know, and it's not this big ship, so. Fishing boats. And he was bouncing, pop, pop, the and the Bible says he was sleeping, peacefully sleeping. The Bible says you will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you. That's what the devil is looking for to remove your mind from him and put it into 
you know, the situation, you are troubling everything. He said, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. He said, because he trusted in thee. Let's look at the, second, the, the next verse. Because he trusted in thee. He said, trust ye in the Lord forever. For in the Lord Jehovah is what? Everlasting strength. You are strong because you know who you believed. I mean, when a child is walking with his father to meet an enemy, oh, you need to see the confidence. Have you ever done it? Your papa says, oh yeah, let's go. Who is that? John, oh yeah, let's go. There's this confidence that, you know, ah, John is in trouble today. The papa says, you will keep him in perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed in you? Oh God. Whose mind is in God today? Is there anybody who has a perfect peace? It comes as a result of keeping your mind, staying with him. Your landlord is banging the you are you are peaceful. He's even wondering. I will push you out. Oh, no, guys, it's okay. Don't worry, we'll pay. I, I will pay. If you don't give me more. The man is, where does this man get his confidence? You know, there is this story that says, you know, the, the, the eagle sent his son, a young son that is learning how to take free. And he said, go and bring meat. And they said, the story said, and the son came and he saw a duck. Pim, vroom, he, he grabbed the duck and went away. And by the time he brought the meat to the he said, Mommy, I've caught meat. He said, ah, a dog. He said, what did the mother of this dog do when you picked it? He said, he didn't do anything. Ah, he said, return it. Return this one. You can't eat it. Ah, mommy, what? return it. And he brought it back and dropped it back. And he went and picked a chick. And the mother said, you will not eat it. I will. He will die. And another. He said, ah. By the time he came to the mother, and the mother said, what happened when they picked this? He said, the mother said, I will not eat it. And I eat to cook. He said, let us eat. This one, he has said everything in his mind. Praise the Lord. In God, you are calm. Your confidence. Am I saying that you, have, you won't have trouble? You have plenty of it. You know why he said? He said, you, he said in this world, you have what? Affliction. Persecution will arise. But what? Be of good cheer. In other words, let your mind be perfectly stayed in God. Why is it like that? Because there are stories, there are testimonies of what he has done before. You can read the, you know, when you, want, when, you want to, when you want a man, you want to go to a man for something, you find out his biography, isn't it? You read what, how, how he has, you want to get to a doctor and they say, ah, Dr. John, ah, that doctor, this one happened, that one happened, that one. The more, it's, not, it's the man, no, but you find out that your confidence grows. The, I mean, you know, you, somehow something tells you that this sickness, ah, you're going to come up. Once you see this doctor, everything is over. So you need to read the biography of Jehovah. The reason why many of us are not confident going to him is because we don't know him. We don't know his biography. Read it and see what they can do. Look at the story of those he has helped. Look at the story of those he has delivered. See how you hopeless their situations were. Can you consider a, a woman that was 19 years old and now conceived and become a, a, a mother? Hallelujah. A man of 100 years was able to I mean, father a child. Not just a child, but a son. 
It's only Jehovah that can do that. He picked a homeless man and make a, 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 a president. A slave. He took a slave from nowhere. They brought him to a land. And you know what? The, the Jewish people and the, the Egyptians and the Jews don't stay together. If you read the story, even when, you know, Jacob and Co. came to Egypt, what happened? They went to a place and found a place for them. They didn't mix them up. But this was the same. Oh, God. This God is awesome. For him to make Joseph the king in Egypt, I mean, the prime minister in Egypt, a Jew, and he mixed with the people. It has to be God. I see you going somewhere. Yeah. Hallelujah. I, I, you see, once you can find it and connect with him, you find out that the thing that used to trouble you before will no more trouble you. And once things, once you're calm, you find that your focus increases. Your analysis of situation becomes clearer when you're in peace. Hallelujah. It will keep him in perfect peace. They that put his trust in him, say he shall keep them what? In perfect peace. He said that my peace I live for you. Not as the word gives, but a special one. The one that keeps you calm, even in the midst of great storm. You are not moved. Hallelujah. God is going to do something today in your heart. And it's going to take you to that level that even you don't believe you get there. In Jesus' name. He said, sometimes we need some place to rest when things, when we feel overwhelmed. You feel overwhelmed. There is nothing. You know, you're, you just, you feel like, let it just end. Have you had people that? I've had to cancel people that say, Pastor, I just want to die. I mean, I'm, I don't, I don't, the way I feel, I just feel that that's the worst the devil can get you to. It will not be your portion in the name of Jesus. So that's what the devil wants. He wants you to get to a place where you are overwhelmed. So circumstances and situation overtakes. I hope your head is no more. I mean, you, are, you can't reason well. But God is your father. He wants to take you to a place, of, a place where the enemies, I mean, you are, you are just, every sound makes you panic. A little sound, your heart, boom, boom. Some people, I mean, how do you think people get high BP? That's a thin line, apart from those that are hereditary. There is a thin line. You just begin to think and think, and once you go off, you're off. You will not get to that point. In Jesus' name. I'm rounding up now. Let's look at um, Psalm 31, verse 20. Psalm 31, verse 20. He says, Thou shalt hide them in the secret of thy presence. From the pride of man, thou shalt keep them secretly in a pavilion from the stripes of tongues. One of the greatest tools of the enemy is what? Is the word, the tongue. Unfortunately, 
it is only when you are there and hear it that you know that it is coming, isn't it? But when a man is in secret place sending it against you, oh God, you need God for survival. But what did the Bible say? It said, thou shalt hide them in the secret of thy presence. That means any time you can locate yourself back to his presence, it's a secret. You are, you are perfectly protected. And you hide them from what? He said, thou shalt keep them secretly in a pavilion from the strife of tongues. They are sending it every morning. So you need to understand. There are some people that wake up every morning and they just send it. They release it in the atmosphere. And they are looking for the arrow. It's like an arrow flying. But the Bible says God is going to do what? He's going to hide you secret in his secret pavilion. So that those arrows that are coming will not touch you. Praise the Lord. You have to learn it. You have to learn to stay in his presence. 24-7. He told Joshua, he said, This book of the law shall not depart from thy mouth. Thou shalt meditate therein. You see, as long as it is in your heart, you are meditating it. It is his presence. His word is his presence. Hallelujah. Your heart is filled with his word. I placed something on my WhatsApp this morning. How many of you read it? You read it? He said, if you, if, the, if you are not so sure, if you are not strong with the word, if you, if, I mean, you are not so confident about the word, any good idea will push you away. You don't understand. If the word is not firm in your heart, any good idea. You know, when, ah, so try this one. I mean, I mean, it's a good idea. But it is not the word. It sounds good, but it's not the word. Until you're strong in the word, any good idea, ah, why not try it now? You know, it's not, it's the same. It's God that created it. Eh? It's just ordinary leaf. Eh? It just, eh, God, the man doesn't do, it doesn't do any incantation. It just brings leaves together and, you know, mix and you give you and you drink and that is it. Ah, you are gone. Praise the Lord. So you must learn to chew it. Chew it. Digest it. So that when idea comes, it hits there, pam, you know, when you, when you have your computer on auto-correction, what happens? You type something, pam, it brings it up. This is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. Until you force it to accept it, it will continue to underline it. Hallelujah. So when your heart is filled with the word, anything that comes in, it underlines it. Say this one, mm-mm. It's not here for here. It's not here. Hallelujah. You are able, you are able to identify the, the fake ones. As you enter, you, mm, uh, Tonya, no, this one. It's, not, it's, it's, it's a good idea, but sorry. Ah, the, I respect the man that, brought, uh, that suggested it, but ah, he's even a man of God, but mm, mm, this one is not in consonant with the word. Not for me. Hallelujah. Not for me. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Isaiah 31. We'll be running off from there. Isaiah 31.
He said, Thou shalt hide them. Woe to them. Okay. Woe to them that go down to Egypt for help and stay on horses and trust in chariots because they are many and in horsemen. Be okay. Trust in horsemen because they are many and in horsemen because they are very strong. But they look not unto the Holy One of Israel, neither seek the Lord. I don't know. Do you understand what woe is? Cause God is saying, anytime you put your heart on trust on a man, you are what? Anytime your confidence is in somebody, human being, is a, a cause follows you. I didn't say that. They say, woe unto them that go down to Egypt for help. And stay on horses. And trust in chariots because they are many. And in horsemen because they are very strong. Ah, ah that's my uncle. Mm -mm. Immediately I come, he will give me. Yeah. The Bible says what? Woe to him. Does it mean you can't ask people for, no, it is, it's a, but when it is, ah, no, my uncle, no, this thing is, don't worry, I'll speak to him. When it is, can we look at uh, the next verse? He said, yet he also is wise, and we bring evil, and we not call back his words, but we arise against the house of the evildoer, and against the help of them that walk iniquity. Stop trusting men. Stop putting your confidence in them. Stop putting your confidence in them. A man disappoints you and you want to die. You think that is nobody else can help you. Ah, my uncle is dead. And he promised to send me to school. That's the end. Beloved, whether he's dead or alive, our God is what? Father to the fatherless and mother to the mothers. He said he's a husband to the widow. Hallelujah. He's the father to the fatherless. He's a pleasant help. By the time he finishes with you, you will not even remember. He said, and I will say of the Lord, thou art my refuge and my fortress, my God. In other words, by the time he finishes what he's going to do in your life, it is testimony or truth. Hallelujah. I see somebody testifying in the name of Jesus. God is going to take you to that level that you will not move you anymore. We are so confident. We are so confident that she be in a marriage, I go marry. I've been at children. I go born. Hallelujah. Is it not better to wait eight years and get give back to Akwanaja? Is it not better? Eh? It's better for me than to run her and scatter at the end. You burn one, the, the, the devil gives you one, you know. Oh, God. He, when he does it, it is perfect. When God does it, it's perfect. He gives you a husband, the one that is worshipping you. He comes, ah, what is it, ah? And I'm, I, I'm not the one you chase yourself by the time you say, get out of my house. You know what I mean, there is, there is war in the house. If you're wondering, what is, my, is this marriage? If I had known, I would have stayed single. That's not your portion. 
I mean, you enter, you will be, you will be like the queen. Where have you been all my life? He will worship you. And you know what? There is no age. There is no age. There is no age that God cannot give you the perfect gift. I want you to talk to him. Talk to him. Is he a job? Bow down, worship him. Bow down, worship him. Worship him. Oh, worship him. Bow down, worship him. Just talk to God. Say, Lord, I'm I'm tired of running up and down. No more running up and down. No more. I will stay with you. My heart will stay on you. Lord, it is you and nothing else. Give me the grace. We hope you've been blessed by this message. To experience more, visit us on Wednesdays by 6.30pm and Sundays 8.30am at Victory Inheritance Ministries, Plot 25, Block A, Kusela Road, Ikate, Elegushi, Waterfront, Fort Roundabout, along Konoyo Gas Station, Lekki, Lagos, Nigeria. Or follow us on Facebook at Victory Inheritance Ministries or you can email us at vimministries at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. God bless you.